shore where the mountains meet the sea in a clapboard shack by a broken down tree there's a light in the window just salty gals inside i'm not sure if they're witches but you know that's implied got the storytelling ego swelling pillow talking moonlight walking sea hey Welcome to the Sea Hags Podcast. I'm Chris Jeppa. Uh, and I'm Katie Norgood, and I'm rolling on some antihistamines right now. And our Woo! guest this week is the beautiful and talented Randy Newmeyer. Welcome. Hi. Hello. She's a comedian, and I just found out what her day job is, and it was interesting. But I won't say what it is, so no one can stalk you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would probably be pretty easy to stalk It's you. really hard to stalk me because my boss is, like, all about security, so you can't come in unless I buzz you in. Oh, I see. See, I work yeah. at a public university, so if anybody wanted to just come in my office and stab me in the eye, it would be really easy to do. Maybe by the end of this podcast, one of us will want to do that. Maybe by the end of this podcast, one of us will have stabbed you in the eye, and someone will have to put this on Unsolved Mysteries later. <laughs> pretty easy to solve, honestly. I'll edit out the parts where we admit to killing you, and then we'll just run away. That's fine, yeah. I've been watching a lot of Unsolved Mysteries, ladies. Really? Yeah. (laughs) You're getting on that, like, hot murder tip that all these other women are getting you gotta get into the murder stuff, right? Like, Like, at a certain point (laughs) in every woman's life, she has to just consume murder media. Whether it be they podcasts or, you know, Amazon videos, uh promotion of the show you used to be obsessed with when you were seven and eight years old. Yeah. I love that show so much, guys. (laughs) Oh, X-Files? You were an X-Fileo? Yeah, when I was a kid. That's what they're called? X-Files. You were an X-Files-o-file? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You're all you're drinking out of a skull mug right now. Hang like on, everyone hang on. And it lights up. It's so cool. <laughs> it's two PM on a Sunday. <laughs> oh god, it's still going. I'm trying to turn it off and it just won't. Okay, cool. Yeah. So May I say you're looking aggressively gay today? <laughs> I think it's the cut off shirt sleeves and then the pizza witch pentacle thing and I really uh, like it a lot. Yeah. I, I really mean, like it. Fucking takes one to know one, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I know. That's fine. Don't you always look aggressively gay? <laughs> there's something... Roasted. I just, I just think because you've got beautiful eye makeup on right now, too, so there's, like, a little juxtaposition going on. So, uh, yeah, my gender it? is tomboy femme. Yeah. So, there we go. I like it. Yeah, I'm going to... Because this is my life, I'm going to the vapor lounge after to hang out with my ex-boyfriend, so... <laughs> Life's good. That's, that's, that's not, that sounds dark. It's not. I'm really excited to see Mike. I haven't seen him yeah. in months. He's a good guy. Nice. It's a just, different clink. Yeah, it's just plastic. I can't believe you chose plastic. Just to drink your box rosé out of, which was in a plastic bag inside the box? Yeah, well. It's just the it's, home that it's always known. It's fucking economical, what can I say? <laughs> Randy, how was your week? Um, it was okay. My I'd had hardly anything to do at work, so... Nice. <laughs> nice. Did you get some good internet in? Yeah, I actually, like, I worked on my show, The List, like, I made the event, and I did all the the poster and stuff at work. Tell us about The List. Uh, The List is a show where, um, it's based off that I love making lists. Okay. So, you make a list that's comedic, it could be anything. Like, one of my lists was how many times I've seen my dad cry, which is once. (laughs) And, And then, so you do your list, and then, um... Improvisers go up right after you and use your list to do s- scenes. Awesome. That's really cool. I actually didn't know what it was about. Yeah, no one ever asks me. <laughs> Where did this obsession with lists begin? Oh, I don't know. I just love sitting, watching TV, and making a list. And I try and make it as long as possible 
because I know I'll never finish everything on it. But <laughs> well, like a to do list. It's or? like it's like the list is a hobby because I'll sit there and I'll I'll have everything on the list, but I'll still be like thinking like, what else can I add to this list? What can I give myself to live for? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> this woman really wants to live. Are you gonna show her your journal? With no, all of just your list yeah. We are big journalers, so we yeah. do like big time lists, and I have my goal lists from the beginning, and there's my meal plan, which is a list of its own kind. I love lists all. Also, so, mm-hmm. and I believe Chris also enjoys a list. I, I like it, but yeah, more for like the tasks that I'm actually going to do and like yeah. taking like a big thing and then paring it down back. Like, what do I need to do to make this step happen? What do I need to do to make this step yeah, happen? Yeah, I did that once. I was like, mm-hmm. why does your life suck? And then <laughs> I wrote out everything that <laughs> sucked about it and I wrote how you could change it. And then I found that list like a few months later and I was like, you didn't do anything. <laughs> That's how I feel whenever I go back over my, like, all right, this is not a New Year's resolution post, but these are the things I'm planning on doing. And then I look at them, I'm like, fuck. (laughs) I lost my steam in February. Yeah, it's hard to make a big fucking life change in January. It's a horrible time of year. Now is the time. Like, if we're not so beset with allergies, your eyes are watering, my eyes are watering. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. just like... There's some kind of weird, stupid pollen. I thought a man on the bus was crying. He kept taking off his sunglasses to wipe his eyes. I know, I've been tearing up like crazy. (laughs) He was crying. How many times times have I seen a man on the bus cry? I was just more than I can count. More than my dad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of. I've seen my dad cry a small handful of times in the last 10 years, I would say. And it's just whenever he gets really drunk and thinks about how much he loves us all. Um, (laughs) Do you know the one time I saw my dad cry? Why? Wasn't at his dad's funeral. Okay. It was him showing me a YouTube video of a lion being reunited with its old owner. And <laughs> I've he, seen that video. Yes, Christian the lion. Yes. And my dad told me, was like, you have to watch this. And then he's describing the video while we're watching it, and he started crying. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's the one time. Yeah, I've never seen him cry. Is he like a really like staid man? Like, is he he's, really... Well, he's like not... Well, he's a manly man, but okay. He's my father's like not a, good a manly one. man. Oh yeah, he can build things, but he's real sensitive mm. and likes wine. Yeah, my dad's not like that. He's no. from Alberta. <laughs> Ooh yeah, Alberta dad. <laughs> yeah, he'll fix your truck and doesn't give a fuck about your feelings. <laughs> Alberta dad. So he's cool. Like I'll explain things to him to make him more woke. Like I explained <laughs> to him what non-binary. Was cool. and he was just like, okay, I understand now. And I was like, okay, good dad. Cool. <laughs> right on. Yeah. I don't want to be called dad anymore. <laughs> I just want to be called parent. <laughs> <laughs> Everything makes sense. <laughs> that would be really amazing, honestly, if that happened. Chris, how was your week? Oh, my week was actually really good. Um, yeah, good week at work. I fucking killed it on my meal planning all week. It was awesome. I made like amazing. This, like, Hungarian mushroom soup that's basically, like, gravy with sour cream Um, in it. Fuck, it was so good. This is just your last gasp of autumnal foods. Yeah, basically. It was, like, cold and shitty, like, this last beginning of the week, right? It was all, like, rainy and disgusting, so I'm like, I want to eat gravy with a spoon. Our friends on the East Coast in New New York, we have so many friends in New York, after all. Uh, Everyone in New York are friends. Uh, They all had snow last week. Mm Mm-hmm. And my friends who were in London uh, posted pictures of them picnicking on the Hampstead Heath yesterday. Like, it was just luscious green and beautiful sunlight everywhere. And I was like, that's London today? Mm-hmm. And, like, people who are in Boston are just, like, under a foot and a half of snow or something weird. like that. Yeah. It's weird. 
Though London's like torture in the summer. Yeah. It's so humid. There's that you're nothing. Dying. There's nothing to take the heat away. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So people die every year from yeah. hot. And like going to the park there is like go sit in a big open field with no shade and just take a little exactly. barbecue and like drink and like suck nitrous out of balloons that someone's selling at the market. <laughs> what? It's pretty fun. <laughs> I like the parks you go to. <laughs> That's wild. I think it's London Fields or whatever. I guess. Anyway, there was a man with a big thing of balloons, but they were all full of nitrous, and he would just sell them to you for three pounds, and you'd... <laughs> you'd just shoop it on up in there. That's what people yeah. would do. I see. Used Back to in do the that day. with um, whipped cream cans. Yeah. And when I worked at Boston Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Oh did my they God. have the little chargers in the back that you could like crack in, or did they have like separate individual? No, it's individual cans. cans so I would just oh, be wow. like, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how much was your experience of working at Boston Pizza like the film Waiting? Oh, it, well, actually, the which first, does involve that as a scene. I've worked at Boston Pizza twice in my lifetime. Once when I was eighteen, and then when I was twenty-seven, I worked there again. Wow! Uh, but uh, when I was eighteen, kind of like the mm. staff was all super young, like me. And uh, if a customer was really mean to me, I would cry and like to like because I've that's my been my whole thing my whole life is if someone's mean to you just cry. Well, I cry to get. What sympathy you want? Yeah. to get what I want because yeah. I'm the younger child. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Nice. So, really good. <laughs> I didn't do that when I was older, though. <laughs> I would just be like, hmm. oh my god, waiting tables, and you're just like, excuse me, my food's cold. You're just like, <laughs> I'm just having a really hard time right now. You guys, and they're just like, oh, twenty percent tip, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Prepare to go away. <laughs> you just like accidentally like bend over and then like pictures fall out of your your apron and it's just like your picture with you and your boyfriend just ripped in half. And it's like, I'm so sorry, let me just put that away. That's not for your eyes. That would be a good plan though. Yeah. I'm just like, how can you get as many tips as possible without ever trying to actually be a good server? Um, you I watched it. Um, my uh, coworker would just hit on every guy that ever came in and get their phone numbers, but then they would come back and she mm. would know how to get rid of Oh god. Yeah, that seems like a short term. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you did this to yourself. <laughs> that is one case in which I would agree with you. <laughs> I feel like I got a lot of like, men, don't be creepy, but also maybe don't exploit. No, she would people, like touch but... them and like <laughs> yikes. She went for it, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I guess at Boston Pizza, that's not to be as expected as say like a formal restaurant. No. no. Well, it's not even like a cactus club where people have to wear it's high true. heels. No, but generally those like the servers at those places are really professional, but just really gorgeous, but yeah. like kind of cold. So it's like they're unattainable, and you have to try to yeah, like. Not a I'll, I'll break through your veneer. <laughs> your veneer. Your hot fancy lady. <laughs> I read a review for the Boston Pizza I worked at once, and the guy was just like, yeah, not eye candy. <laughs> and I was laughing because I was like, I looked at my coworkers and I was like, mm, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I was like, I wear Lululemons to work every day and I don't wear makeup, so like, I don't expect you to think where I can't. I don't, I don't feel like you want to bring your best to working at Boston no. Pizza, honestly, because it's where I used to hang out when I was like 19, 20 years old. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Tuesday, guess where we're going? Yeah. To eat pasta, Same. we can easily make it home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My friend, when we were like 16, we'd go to Boston Pizza and she would always pretend to fall down the stairs and we would all rush to her and be like, are you okay? <laughs> Why? <laughs> 
We just thought it was the funniest. <laughs> Trying to just get like a free cheesecake or something? No, or? everyone would ignore her. Oh. <laughs> like they would ignore us. Wow. So wait, this was attending it as a customer or like a customer. working? Okay. Yeah. There are only two steps, so it's not okay. a lot. <laughs> I was just picturing your friend pitching herself to which, one of those, like, 20 oh, steps. Which, which Boston pizza was this? This was in my hometown of Peace River. Oh, you are from Alberta, yes. Yeah. So it's not just your dad's from Alberta. Yeah, you I'm from, from Alberta. Virginia. When did you move to Vancouver? In 2010. And how's that going for you so far? A lot better. I don't get called a weirdo, you know, like, every day. <laughs> really? Yeah. I feel like you could. Well, I do stand-up, so it's like I'm surrounded by them. This is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I I feel less weird now as a person than mm-hmm. I did say 3 or 4 years ago. Yeah. You found your little community of other weirdos expressing their weirdness in a very extremely public way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's one like... thing. You can call it community, but it's also like a bunch of people who occasionally make me feel very bad about myself <laughs> and sometimes make me feel super good about myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just depends on the context and the exact makeup of who's there and who's mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like immediately wanted to start talking shit. Just trying to just like spit things out. Better not do it. No, this is not a burn book of no. a podcast. You want to burn anybody, Randy? No, I'll mm. edit it out. I've edited no. out multiple things of that nature in very recent podcasts. I have yeah. no issues right now. Good. Right now. Yeah, right now. You're prepared though for them to come back. Well, I'm doing this new thing. Like I used to call people out, but I'm doing this new thing where I'm like, I'm not putting stuff on me anymore. So when I'm about to do something, I'm like, uh, 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 not your problem. Nice. <laughs> not your circus, not your monkey. <laughs> yeah. I respect that. It's <laughs> just like, I could take the time and energy to try to fix this problem, or I could let them figure out via consequences, yeah. and then I'm over here living my best life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like it. Oh, man. I got to hang out with some community of musicians this weekend, which was really fun. I went out two nights in a row. Ew. I even went out to a thing that started at 9 o'clock, which Ew. is normally when I've been going to bed. <laughs> so I took a severe nap beforehand. Um, but then, yeah, we stayed up till 3 in the morning, like, playing Ugh. music. And it was awesome. And it's my friend for her birthday, like, rented a huge jam space oh, cool. with a stage and lights and, like, full sound system and all the instruments yeah. and stuff. And then people performed kind of open mic style, which isn't as terrible as it sounds, mm-hmm. and then we all jammed a bunch, and it was really fun, and it was, like, it was, like, kind of intergenerational, there was, like, people there that were, like, in their, like, 60s and 70s, as well as, like... Were there any babies? Uh, no babies. Good. That would be inappropriate, because it went until three in the morning, <laughs> this is true. and there was booze and sharp things lying around, well, just broken no glass cool, everywhere. <laughs> extremely cool babies are allowed to come, <laughs> but only really cool ones. Yeah. How do you get up at night? Or how do you go to bed at nine? Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, my body, my body is like, I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) And then I try to stay up, and then I try to like read or play a video game or read on the internet, and I just start to fall asleep on the sofa. That's crazy. Are you a hardcore night owl? I can't like, like I've I've probably gone to bed before eleven like twice this year. Mm -hmm. Wow. Like I stay up till probably twelve. Most nice. mm-hmm. This is like a newer development for me, mm. so I'm not. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I want to power through. Yeah. Um. But it just yeah. My brain is so exhausted by the end of the day that mm-hmm. I just like can't take in anymore. So then I'm just like, well, I'm bored and I can't do other stuff. So I may as well just go to bed. <laughs> just like initiate shutdown, basically. Yeah, basically. But it does it without me. It's like you know when your computer's like gonna install updates. Five <laughs> Restarting now. Like no. And I'm wait. Like, remind me later. Remind me later. It's like nope. You've already hit that too many times. It's just like. Bzz. 
<laughs> Basically, yeah, no, I, uh, I I find myself falling asleep at like 7.30 p.m. And then when I try to go to bed at regular adult time, like 10.30, 11, awake forever. Mm-hmm. What's that, world? Let me read everything about you online. Mm-hmm. Like, there's got to be something I can I could look up and, and fall down the rabbit hole of. But... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe if I just went to bed at 8, I'd sleep, like, through till the next day. I do find that reading really gets you to fall asleep. Because mm-hmm. your eyes start to go, like, huh. Yeah. Uh, and then that's the easiest way to, like, if you can't sleep, you read a book. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. then you don't have anything, like, yeah, it's stimulating. The, yeah, exactly. None of that blue light bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, do you, are you a big reader, or...? I used to be a huge reader, but um, the internet has ruined my attention span. Yes, it it's does. It's really do that. bad. Did I did I mention the the scary stories I was reading yesterday on the no. podcast last week? Um, not a Reddit fan, as a general rule, it is sort yeah. of a cesspool. But they have a couple of really creative subreddits that I find really interesting, and one is called uh, No Sleep, just all one word. And it's all, like, amateur horror stories that are written, and the conceit is basically, like, they have to be semi-believable, like, you have to create. Um, So there's this really popular series from there that was just called um, Stairs in the Forest, and it's all, like, stories by a guy who works for, like, the National Forestry Service. It's, like, a guide and a, uh, like, a forest um, ranger and, like, somebody who does search and rescue. So, like, does all the stuff about the, like, creepiest, scariest searches and rescues he's ever gone on, like, where a child vanished and then was found without a mark on them in a, in a fissure and up a ca- mm. up on a sheer cliff, like, a hundred feet up or something like that. And it was like, he was gone for months, but it looks like he only died yesterday or something like that. Oh. Like, just really, really eerie shit. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, this just happens in the woods. This kind of stuff happens there. Oh, I was planning to go to the woods after this podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, and, and for some reason in all of them, there's, there's like, um, someone finds, like, a, like the, um, the forestry superiors, like, the people who've been doing it longer, like, you might find staircases in the woods, and if you do, do not go near them, don't look at them too long, don't touch them, do not go up them. What? <laughs> Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, and it's true. I've seen, I've seen about a dozen of these. Some of them look, you know, like you would expect like a a staircase from a a rotted house to look like. And some of them just look like they were freshly installed yesterday, like with new carpets and everything. And it's just such a... Oh, like an indoor house staircase? Yeah. It was just like a, a, a staircase that doesn't go anywhere. It's just like, just the stairs. Yeah. Mm. It's... It's so, like, that's not a scary, like, a set of stairs coming upon that is not scary, but the way it's contextualized in them is so creepy, and it was done in, like, here's an installment of, like, maybe two or three thousand words, and they did that in ten installments, and I, like, spent an entire work day reading every single one of them. Mm-hmm. So it was just, and now I'm, like, forest is very haunted. Well, the thing that freaks me the fuck out, because the North Shore forest, it's full of staircases, because they build, like, the Baden-Powell Trail and all of the different, oh, yeah. like hikes all around the North Shore. People build, like, boardwalks and steps going up and steps going down. So I guess they all go to somewhere, technically, but there are definitely old ones that have broken off that don't go to anywhere, and then... Don't go on those ones. Well, they look rotten, like you'd fall right through them, so you probably wouldn't... (laughs) I'm scared now! Like, it's I, like I, a bright sunny day and I'm going to go into the woods and just be like <laughs> I, I had to wait to get into my 30s to be okay with horror films and things yeah. like I'm I'm a very scaredy person I don't love to be scared but I like to read scary things do you watch Paranormal Survivor? what? okay so there's this <laughs> show that I love that's on it's on Netflix the first three seasons what's it called again? Paranormal, Paranormal Survivor and it's uh it's like so it's all these people who have had ghosts in their homes or their businesses and it's people from 
Canada, Eastern Canada, like oh, Ontario. <laughs> we got a fucking um, ghost in here, just, just below the border too. And um, so they tell the story of how they're haunted, and then there's reenactments. <laughs> and the, the it used to be really low budget. Like the first two seasons are so low budget that every time they're eating, they'd be eating spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like is the that best. Like people show. are always eating spaghetti in scenes of things, like because that's just the cheapest thing. You can make and it doesn't go bad quickly, I guess. Yeah. Oh my god. So they ate hotted spaghetti. That's <laughs> what you're telling me. But then it got better after these first two seasons, or? Yeah, well, I'm watching the fourth one now and I'm like, I'm kind of getting bored because it's like the same thing basically every time. Like, right. then the door slammed. <laughs> but there are some like crazy ones where, like, I don't want to say it on air because it's the R word, but. A ghost R-worded a woman. <laughs> a ghost called a woman an R-word? No. Oh, oh, that R-word! I thought you meant... <laughs> no, no, no! Not that one. The other one. Oh, okay, that's terrifying. Yeah, and she was crying while she was telling the story, and I was like, whoa. This is <sighs> deeply upsetting. Yeah. Wow. Um, yikes. Yeah. Spooky times. Yeah, the... Um, I've, I've talked already earlier talking to you guys just about just getting so into Unsolved Mysteries, which yeah. um, the reenactments on it vary, but some of them are really good. Mm-hmm. And there was one where the, there was like a guy who had uh, like some kind of psychotic break and was like screaming at his child. And then they got this like three or four year old actor. <gasps> and then this actor is like shaking a baby, basically. I was like, oh, no, this is too realistic. I don't like this at all. But the Unsolved Mystery was uh, was it was never solved. Mm. (laughs) i'm I'm the opposite of you like i just i used to be so into like x-files and vampire everything Mm. and like every murder show and every procedural and now i just cannot i cannot handle you'd still fuck a vampire oh sure their penises are cold though well yeah put a heating pad on it first put it right under the tap you you have to let them feed on you a little so that the blood can then circulate (laughs) they can't even get a boner till you do that (laughs) (laughs) so vampire dicks work yeah it's pretty good (laughs) pretty pretty into it i would definitely still do that but (laughs) just werewolf uh, if it looked like Alcide Hervo from True Blood, then yes. Joe Menangelo. Yeah, he's hot. Yeah. Oh, he, that, yeah. that guy is super hot. Yeah. Anyway, sure, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> what was his, what was his name in, uh, in fucking Mad, not Magic, Mad Max, Magic, Magic Mike? Mike? I don't know. You know, Mad, Mad Mike. It, he had a weird nickname. It was like Big about Dick something. Dick. It was yeah. like Big Dick Johnny Randy. or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't remember what it was, but yeah. But yeah, just like anything about like murder or like even even watching Sherlock where it's like pretty you know a little bit campy murders but it's like oh a woman's getting ripped out of the you know jogging path by somebody yeah. scary or like whatever it just makes me feel so paranoid about the world and like I don't yeah. like it I feel like I'm getting more freaked out and more paranoid and like I hear from a lot of friends that have kids that are like I can't watch anything with a child in it because it just like breaks my heart and I'm like I'm already like that I don't even have children <laughs> So. Big Dick Richie was his name. <laughs> I, I got close with Randy. That might have been Perfect. too on the nose. Perfect timing. Yeah. Big Actually, dick. I'm like more careful now that I watched or I listened to My Favorite Murder, because um, like I'll like there's a co- thing called a push in, like 
it's when you're opening your door and a guy will just push his way in and mm. oh, okay. murder you or whatever. Yeah, right. So now I like make sh- I go up my stairs and make sure no one's around me before I open my door. <laughs> Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Don't get murdered. <laughs> That's very scary. <laughs> murder. Yeah. Um, speaking of murder podcasts, I understand that um, Pat Oswalt's Late Wife's book has come out. Mm-hmm. The Michelle mm-hmm. McNamara's. Uh, Hunt for the Golden State Killer. I'm trying to remember the name of the actual title, but it's just like, like yeah, yeah, there's, you know, it's the same, the same stuff that always gets talked about when it talks about women loving true crime stuff. It's Mm -hmm. just like element of control and making sense of the universe. Mm -hmm. That's why we like it, I guess. And so her book is really like gets into a lot of that stuff. Yeah. She just really like wants to find the answers to this and apparently is a really excellent writer. And and I'd I'd be very interested in taking a look at that book, Mm -hmm. especially because it must have taken a lot of work to get it finished through her notes and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I guess murders have to keep happening or we won't have anything to keep us entertained. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think there's probably been enough that haven't even been reported on that we could yeah. probably dig into the archives. Most if likely. people just want to stop murdering people right now, that'd be cool with me. Like, yeah. Just saying, yeah. there's probably enough backstory that we can get into. I guess. <sighs> it would be crazy to be murdered. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's... That is... <laughs> be so crazy i'm like dying i'm like this is so crazy <laughs> this is like fucking wild <laughs> i hope laura keitlinger says something about this wait is that even her show or is it uh who does my favorite murder uh karen karen kilgariff i get her and laura, uh, laura keitlinger mixed up every time for some reason karen kilgariff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my god and who's the other one uh georgia hardstark that is exactly the name of a person who should be, like, a private investigator. Mm-hmm. I'm Georgia Hardstock. I was thinking Game of Thrones. I'm on the yeah, case. Yeah, <laughs> Game of Thrones. It is also very Game of Thrones. I don't watch that program, though. Mm-hmm. See, I can watch that shit. If it's, like, if there's the element of, like, fantasy in there and people are getting, like, savagely murdered and if all kinds like of bad... there's, like, a tit in the background, you're pretty chill with it. And if there's, like, a dragon <laughs> around or whatever, where there's just that element of... I'm like, oh, that's a different world where... In our world, that stuff doesn't happen. <laughs> but in yeah. the fantasy world, that's... They just live in a harder, more terrible time in the past medieval times, and so it's totally fine. So basically what I'm saying is I live in denial now, <laughs> completely. Have you guys uh, ever watched any Philomena Kunk, which is a very fun name to say? It's a British, it's a Britishism, it's a British thing. It's British, because oh. I went to England this year, you understand. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. We got it. <laughs> I found out about her way before I ever went there. She, she was like, um, uh, she was like, um... You know, like a Stefan, like a character that someone was doing, like on a TV show. Uh, she was doing um, Charlie Brooker's Yearly Wipe, the guy who invented Black Mirror, basically. Mm-hmm. So the guy who does that does like a, a yearly roundup political show uh, for England. And so he had these two characters named Philomena Kunk and Barry Shitpiece, who are the cultural commentators. And one of them was he came across as really stupid, like a soccer hooligan, but he was actually really smart. And the other one was like this very posh lady who was actually really fucking stupid. <laughs> so it's like these two, who these two plays people. Who her? Uh, her name is Diane Morgan, but she's not anybody that I like. I, I don't think she's been in a lot of other stuff, which uh-huh. is what really lends itself to this. Cause she has this really weird, like Northern accent. Um, and she'll ask the dumbest stuff. She's like, this is Greenwich where time was invented. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, so and she kind of does the like documentary style of like British narrated. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So she did. There's Kunk on Shakespeare, which you can get on uh, on YouTube. And there's uh, whenever she's doing like a talking head thing, where she's like leaning back in a theater seat and sort of like expounding on Shakespeare. It's the funniest part to me. It's like Shakespeare put a, put a lot of witches in Macbeth. 
but all of the murders were really normal types of murders. You'd think that there would be a magical element. Like, maybe Macbeth sits on the toilet, and a giant magic hand reaches up and pulls his insides out through his arse. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just all these things, like, why aren't you doing it that way? He wasn't just a bald guy who sometimes wrote with a feather. He was was an important playman. Anyway, I highly recommend Philomena Kunk. She's dumb as fuck, and it's really fun to watch. Yeah. Did she do the thing where she was interviewing, or no, like, talking about, like, Scottish, like, picts and stuff like that, and then she was like, oh, I'm gonna wipe woad on my face, and then it's like, oh, that's actually semen. There's like, ah! No, I don't know. That's, <laughs> I think that might have been somebody else. Where it might have been, really it been Lucy Lawless. Or like oh yeah it was it yeah. was Lucy Lawless talking about Boudicca the queen of the Picts right and so there's like the be- in like the actual documentary thing she's like yeah they used to have this woad and they would put it on their faces for like amazing you know like scaring that, their that enemies blue, and, like goop and stuff yeah and then she's reading the copy and it's like and it was made out of horse semen okay and then it like cut, <laughs> <laughs> cut and she scrubbed her whole face off <laughs> gross. <laughs> Yeah, I watch entirely too many documentaries, basically, about mm-hmm. olden times. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know? know if I do that. No, you don't do that. I, I definitely don't either. Olden I like, times? I watch a lot of, like, yeah, like, shitty fiction, like, Gallivant or, like... Do you just go out? Merlin? Like, are you just well, out? Well, I do, like, period pieces, but, mm-hmm. like, fictional... Yeah, fiction. Okay. ...things. Such as? Like, I've probably watched the Kira Knightley Pride and Prejudice, like, 50 times. Oh, really? But I love to watch it and just, like, make fun of it, too. Okay. Because it's so dumb at first. <laughs> <laughs> but I also will watch, like, Anna Karenina. Anything with Kira Knightley, guys. Oh, okay. really love Kira Knightley, basically. I do, and That's I need her to thing. make more movies, because I'm 30. I need her. Have you watched... <laughs> Have you seen The Duchess? Yes. Is it good? It is good. I've been wanting to watch it. There's like some like historical three ways and stuff Ugh. in it, apparently. It'll hurt your feelings. Oh, okay. Yeah. Personally? No, just you'll just feel really bad for Keira Knightley's character. Oh, okay. She gets fucked over in every period piece. <laughs> She's very good at looking super tragic. Yeah. I've never been able to actually sit down and watch the um, that movie, you know, the one, The Atonement. Oh, that that's good. That one looks good. so sad. It's very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Do you just like to cry a lot? Uh, More than your I, dad? Have you ever seen Seven Pounds? Is that the Will Smith Will Smith? One? Yeah. That's the saddest movie you could ever watch, and I like to watch it. and Just, like, puke it's, cry? It's the saddest. <laughs> it's the one where he's, like, trying to give away his organs? And stuff? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Does it still have the same effect on you, even though you've seen it oh, so many yeah. times? Oh, man, that's a powerful film. <laughs> a film. I was trying to... I, I posted on um, Facebook earlier in the week about, like, what's the most horrifying scene in a non-horror movie that you can remember, and your your partner, Ed, posted the most horrifying scene for him is the end of Dancer in the Dark with York. Oh, I was just going to say, that's yeah. also one of the saddest movies, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I guess he just sort of contextualized it as a horrifying thing as opposed to, like, something that was just tragically sad. It was just, like, fundamentally horrific. Yeah, I asked him, and I was like, what is the movie about? What?" And he's like, do you want to know? I'm like, I don't know, really, like... Probably not. I looked up the summary once. Yeah, and then... I've seen the last scene, but never the whole movie. Yeah, so then I was like, well, what's so scary about it? He's like, Bjork can emote. (laughs) That's all I'm gonna say. (laughs) So it just makes it really... And apparently Bjork said that she went into, like, a dark place during the filming or something mm. like that and really, mm-hmm. like, got into that. Yeah. And felt literally actually terrified yeah. during that piece, which is really awful, but... Lars von Trier apparently was very abusive to her. Well, Phil He's a scary man. He's a, he's a Swedish man, right? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> what, are you German? I am German. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys got a way better reputation. 
Got that sensitive Swede coming out. <laughs> no, it's true though. The Swedish are insane and very cold. Very like all the dark, like the darkest crime novels are coming out of the Scandinavian. Yeah, the place mm-hmm. that you are most likely to be sort of cared for by social safety nets and things like that are also the darkest, saddest, like deepest tragedy. But how come there's so many creepy like murder and serial killer things? But I don't know if that's actually real or if there's just a lot of books about it. Mm-hmm. I think column A, column B. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Europe's a very hard place to hide bodies. There's just not enough room. <laughs> like there's room, the but ocean. like. Well, it's like Canada's perfect. Oh my god, there's so many if places. If you want to be a serial killer, move here. I, <laughs> I, I like would never want to kill somebody, but it's weird. I was thinking about like oh body god. hiding. Oh my god, am I going to have to edit this after you get convicted? No, I don't think so. But it's also just like watching the Unsolved Mysteries and uh, uh, Forensic Files, because both of those are on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't even know I had Prime, so it's like, ooh, catching up. Uh, but... All of it is just like, they made one stupid fucking mistake. <laughs> at least that's forensic files. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unsolved Mysteries, sometimes it's, they were really good at this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why we still have not found them. Yikes. But yeah, every other episode is just like, update. Oh, uh, they were dead the whole time. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's oh. like, it's been 30 years since yeah, the show exactly. aired. So it's like, we've updated now and they died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we found a lot of bones. Super sad. And then you get bones to come in and verify the bones. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Bones. I think that's the show parents watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've read most of the books and I just got I forgot so, there were books. <laughs> I got so sick of Kathy Reichs talking about how Temperance Brennan would roll her eyes at things and she came up with so many different synonyms for swirled them orbs. Yeah. My favorite was a occipital roll of Olympic proportions. An occipital revolution of Olympic proportions. Wow. Was that that's how that's hard of, she rolled her eyes. A lot of different ways thing. to call this lady a bitch. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's like, but, hey, you're not smarter than everybody in the world. I was in a hot yoga class, and there was a woman who was <laughs> Fuck like, you. <laughs> she was a new teacher filling in from uh, West Vancouver. And I was like, I just really want you guys to go to like a beautiful place. So like, instead of like talking while we were doing yoga, she just made us lie on the floor for 15 minutes and like listen to her visualization, like her guided meditation. I'm like. I wanted to move my body. This is not what I signed up for. Yeah. And but she was like, and imagine that you're walking down a path into a beautiful pleasure garden, like all this different. And like, I don't know. It was just really everything shaped like a dick. It was dumb, and I wound up finding myself like just like clenching on the floor, just like shut up and get to the point. Like, and I hate then, this so much. And then I was like literally rolling my eyes in yoga class. I'm like, at least I'm stretching something. God. <laughs> like, and then I like went into that phrase of like the Olympic eye roll or yeah. whatever. I was like, this is what it feels like to be bones. That happened to me at a yoga class, but, like, the yoga instructor kept being like, okay, do this, or you could do this, or you could do this, and then I was like, I don't know what to do! It was terrible. Yeah. 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 My yoga studio is is good because it's a lot of, like, older South Asian ladies who just, like, like to be warm, and they just Mm. don't give a fuck what the teacher is saying, and they just will do whatever they want, and so you don't really have to, like follow along with the program exactly and <laughs> just like i want to do what she's doing just like doing arm lifts with weights <laughs> in the back corner like, and then lying down it's pretty good do you like yoga randy <laughs> um it's okay i like spin yeah. class oh you take you go to spin classes sometimes yeah are they like super expensive uh the place i went to lowered their rates by a third so oh, wow. they were expensive now they're affordable yeah i don't like being on a bicycle 
Oh, well. <laughs> Seems like a pretty, That's like... probably not for you, then, Kate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Mm. <laughs> I don't... You don't have to sit on the bike seat the whole time. You get to... No, you're up, up and yeah. down constantly. Mm-hmm. Then it won't hurt your delicate butt. <laughs> yeah, it's tap my, your ass it's on not the my, It's not my butt I'm worried about, you guys. <laughs> my taint. <laughs> snooch. Yeah, my taint, for you sure. You just gotta build up that snooch callus. <laughs> I don't want a snooch callus. <laughs> I don't want it. I wonder if spin class enrollments will be up or down given this new Amy Schumer movie that's just come out oh, where she cracks herself on the head and thinks she's beautiful suddenly because she's such an ugly hose beast the rest of the time. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that movie demon. and I... It, Did like, you see the movie? I saw the movie. Um, okay, I liked it, but I was literally covering my eyes sometimes because I was so embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> For her. Oh, no. Because she's just like, I'm beautiful and she's like doing all this stuff and acting like she's basically looks like a model Mm -hmm. and it's like it's like i'm just like cringing like uh. (laughs) i feel like that's probably the point (laughs) yeah yeah but there was one scene that was so funny that i was like whoa Whoever wrote this, it's good. Something about Amy Schumer's body of work wherein there will always be a bunch of things in it that I go, wow, that's really brilliant. I love this part. This is fucking hilarious. I'll be laughing about that for days. And then, like, some of it will be so bad that I can't even stand it. Like, yeah. her stand-up, like, one-third of it is totally untenable to me. Like, it's just brutally bad. Mm-hmm. But, like, her show was really funny, mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah. That's probably a lot of that is Jesse Klein, though, if we're being fair. <laughs> yeah, she had writers who weren't her. <laughs> yeah. And presumably that movie did, too. Yeah. Yeah. I did, I kind of like Trainwreck. Yeah, I did. I feel like maybe I wasn't train supposed was to. Trainwreck was good. Yeah. I like Trainwreck. I just like Bill Hader as a romantic lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's so fucking weird. And John Cena. <laughs> oh, John Cena was great in that movie. <laughs> He's both. good in everything. John Cena and, uh, and uh, LeBron James were both really, really good in that for some reason. I was just like, let's watch a movie with those two in it. <laughs> Can they be like a buddy cop flick? I'd yeah. watch that. Okay, that would be good. <laughs> been thinking about like what kind of silly movies I could invent because I finally um I watched a Guy Ritchie movie for the first time. I'd never seen what? one of his films before. But oh I God. love Can the we movie watch Snatch together? I just watched Snatch. Oh okay. I need to see Lockstock and two smoking barrels though. So you're like eh. it's fine. So I saw Spy like a hundred times when it came out. Like the Melissa McCarthy movie. You've seen that? Yeah, I've seen it. It's made me laugh so fucking hard. I loved it so much. Uh just because I love Jason Statham in it so much. Oh yeah, he was the creep. He was, was sort of the, the creep. one who like wanted the... her. No, he no. was the one that kept. That was Peter Serafinowicz, who was the creepy oh. Italian guy. I'm Aldo Ray. Yeah, okay, that one who's okay. like like really yeah. horny is like ah, you give me erection or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that was more that was more Slavic. I don't. I'm not good at accents, but uh, <laughs> but no, no, no. He was the he was the British one that was like he's short and he's like oh, I put oh, my stupid. arm back on with this right? arm. Yeah, and like, he gets in the boat, but it's a lake. Yeah, so he can't leave. I'm going to Italy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a fucking lake. Yeah. <laughs> So that's Jason Statham, who I've always really had a soft spot for. Like ever since yeah. I saw Crank, I was like, this guy's pretty good. <laughs> so I've always but I can't really enjoyed you him. Never saw any Guy Ritchie movies. I've never but seen you it. Like so he's Turkish yeah. in yeah. that film. He plays a character called yes, Turkish. Sure he doesn't even say the K, basically, but I find him very sexy despite being five foot six and bald. Yeah, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> sign me right up. I was thinking, that do you know... That movie has the best fucking soundtrack of all movies. Snatch does? Yeah. It does have a really good soundtrack. Have you seen it? Yeah, but um, I really should have watched it with subtitles. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Some of it does not make a ton of sense. The casting of Brad Pitt was very in, uh, unusual, I yeah, think. Yeah, but a, he's like the, the he's one, so the mushmouth the most. As an <laughs> Irish traveler, I guess yes. is what they are. They call them pikeys throughout mm-hmm. the whole movie, which I understand is not a nice term. <laughs> Yeah, so 
Anyway, I saw that for the first time and it was pretty darn good. And I was like, oh, I get like a hundred references I never understood before. Yeah. Now. Like when I, cause I lived in England. So I'm like, I get. Ooh, the now I get references to do this. <laughs> that was really cute. So you've li- you lived in England, did you? Yeah, I did. Why? <laughs> Why were you there? I went on a, w- a working holiday when I was like 18, 19. Oh, cool. Where did you stay? All over? Um, I lived in Alfercombe, London, and Whitchurch. Alfercombe's like. Oh, a- Whitchurch. I'm like, which church? Whitchurch. Whitchurch. It's go like to an Witch hour church. from London. Ooh. White. It's, it's like not the same as Whitechapel. It's a white church, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Everything's named after a church there. Did you mm. like it? Was it fun? <laughs> yeah. I did like it. Why are you being so... Yeah. I'm trying to get She's more out jealous. of it. I'm jealous. She's jealous. Totally. See, I went to Australia and then I bowed out after three months because I was too sad to stay there. So oh, really? I didn't make it my whole year. Why? why? I got dumped really bad oh, while I was okay. there. It was sad. Plus, I'm really tender. And I was lonely. And then you were like, I'm just going to date a spider. <laughs> I'm just going to date a really big spider. A really poisonous spider just to feel, like, dangerous and alive. Yeah. He's, a, he's a bad boy, mom and dad. People don't understand. <laughs> or, like, one of those, like, giant flying foxes that just sort of soars over the main park in the city. It's a weird fucking place, uh, Or man. one of those, like, big buff kangaroos. With their uh, <laughs> oh, he's so scary when he gets angry. <laughs> I would never fuck a kangaroo. No! They are one of the more human-looking animals, though. They're creepy when they stand up, and it's just like, that kangaroo's got, like, an eight-pack. Yeah. Like, they really, like, arm muscles and stuff. It's creepy. They feel like maybe they got, they were humans that got turned into an animal. I couldn't tell the difference between men in Australia and kangaroos, (laughs) to be honest with you. They look exactly the same. (laughs) Trying to be zesty, but I don't have the zest. Well, you really hated that England part. No, I just really want to go back there. I want to go there, and I'm mad that I'm under 35, and uh, or I'm over 30, and so I can't do working holiday visas oh. anymore. Oh, yeah, mine's yeah. A, I already did it, so I can't do it again. You can't go to that place again, but you could go I to I could go to else. Ireland, like, well, Northern Ireland. Anywhere in the Commonwealth has a working holiday visa. You could go to New Zealand, you could go to Australia. I'm super oh. mad I never did that when I was younger. Like, why did I just stay in Vancouver and, like, have to have a job for so long when I could yeah. have just lived somewhere else and done the same thing? It was so dumb. Filled so with fucking dumb. Yeah. For not going back and, like, doing something else like that. But I guess I just, like, call it kind of have always been in a relationship with somebody who lived here. Like, mm-hmm. there's been one year since I was 16 where I wasn't, like, in a long-term relationship, so I just, like, never went anywhere. Mm-hmm. And only now am I, like, interested in that travel mm-hmm. again. Now that I'm too old to do it and get, like, the sweet kickbacks. Yeah. yeah. It's my grandma was trying to tell me, and this is we were talking earlier about, like, you can't teach someone else a lesson for them. Yeah. They just yeah. kind of have to figure it out themselves. But my grandma was like, don't settle down, go travel, like, go do all the stuff. And I was like, but I love him, and I like my job here as a travel agent in Vancouver. It's mm-hmm. nice, and it's like, yeah. I could have been off in the world, like, expanding my horizons, etc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, didn't do it, though. Well, so. we won't have kids, so we can just travel when we're old. Yeah. <laughs> but you can just travel with a kid, maybe? I might have some, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, stick them in a fanny pack and you're good to go. Yeah. yeah. Or at least, like, I will be telling my kids, like, don't make the same mistakes as me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll I know like, I didn't listen, but you really should. Yeah, I know. It's like, I'll be like, you're not allowed to go to university <laughs> until you take a year off, like a gap year. Force the gap you year. You must take a gap year. Fall into the gap. <laughs> Mind the gap year. 
Um, what th- that you- announcement, though, um, just, you know, as someone who's has also been to England. <laughs> so angry. I'm not, I'm not angry, I'm just envious. <laughs> I'm I'm happy for you, honestly. Uh, but that that fucking gap is no joke, though. It's huge. I just assumed it would be like the Sky Train, where there is like one inch, where if you were wearing stilettos, maybe you'd drop a heel in there. But it's like you could fully fall between the two things. They're not fucking around. Yeah, so is all I'm saying. You did mind it. Oh, I minded the hell out of it. But also, like, I would not... I mean, I could break a leg in there, but I wouldn't fall in my ass. It'll keep me protected forever. Oh, no, but then the train starts going. I don't need my legs. You do. I do. They're really nice. They're <laughs> <laughs> like my best feature. <laughs> my legs. <laughs> what did you do when you were in England? Like, were um, you working at just like random spots? Well, I worked at a restaurant and I got fired. <laughs> I should Is it not. Because you were work bad at, at it. N- um, it's because I'm a sass mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you cried all the time. <laughs> And then this is England. You can't cry in front of the patrons. We you can't don't have cry emotions. at all. <laughs> no. Yeah. So then I just went to. I went to London. I lived in this dilapidated pub with all these other travelers, and I basically would like try to find jobs, but then mostly I would just sit and watch movies all day. <laughs> I was pretty good. Not an active person, but like there, uh, I had like some good friends, and then I made. I had a best friend there, and I went back, made money, and then came back, lived with her aunt. We got in a fight when we were drunk. I still don't know why, because I was blacked out. And she kicked me out of their house, and I went and lived in a hostel. <laughs> and you've never spoken to her again? No. Oh, my God! Wow, how sassy is your mouth, Randy? But um, I did steal her Snow Patrol CD when I left. I was like, I need this CD! <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of one song by Snow Patrol to say... And it's not coming to me. I haven't listened to them in years. Uh, Fuck, I need sounded, to get is that how they sounded like? Uh, is that what they sounded oh like? I feel like they did how a lot of that. How to save a life? How, that's them. Uh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the, <laughs> the band that made their entire financial history from a being on song. Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just to play over a doctor who has just failed at a surgery that they were trying to do. Oh my god. They didn't save that that's life. That's an intense friendship, though. Holy shit. <laughs> it was like, I can't remember why. It was something like, she was really weird, though. Well, like, she was Australian, but. Well, um, say no more. She was really obsessed with, like, her look. With her Snow Patrol CD. Yeah. <laughs> but she was really obsessed with her looks and, like, she was kind of, like, a bad person. Like, sh- and if she Did ever... you tell her these things while you were drunk? Is no, that I why you had so. this No, I don't think so. I think I just said something, like, to her, her friend and then her friend told her. But I can't... But, um, yeah, she would get mad at me and then pretend, like, I was mad at her and she would call me a narky Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> <Burn. laughs> yeah. And then I'd be like, but you're the one who's mad. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so curious about like did one thing get you fired from this restaurant job or was it just like a collection of being sassy? It was like when I was younger I wasn't very like I'm way more outgoing now than I was. I used to be like super quiet. Okay. So, and then I think just... it was that and then one night the chef was like yelling at me and I was just like, fuck you. Yeah. Well, I mean, fair enough. Have I ever told the story on the uh, podcast of how um, an art teacher, like, flipped out on me in class? Uh, I was doing a life drawing class in Kwantlen when I was, like, 19 or something, and the instructor was just not very nice to me. Like, I think he just didn't like my vibe. Like, sometimes happens with people where they just... Mm -hmm. They don't like you, and they don't necessarily know why, but they kind of want to poke you and just, like, 
like mm-hmm. scratch the itch of disliking you a little mm-hmm. bit. And I got that impression from him a lot. And for some reason they would make us like, we would have actual models come in and be nude and do the thing. And my favorite was a guy named Peter the pirate who had a bunch of scrotum piercings and he would like hop around and make them jingle together. Oh my <laughs> which God. was like, he was like, we're wow. like, we're drawing movement now. I'm like, wow, this is not high school. <laughs> like <laughs> what a rude awakening. But he would make us like some of the students, like stand in the middle of the room and like hold poses for two minutes while everybody did like a, speedy charcoal sketch he was making me do it and he made me move into like the most uncomfortable position i possibly could he's like okay now hold it for two minutes i was like uh i don't know if i can do that and after a minute he's like all right we'll hold it for five minutes and i said you dick to him and then he flipped out like stopped the class like screamed at me told me to go out of the class and then made me come back on a saturday to give me like a full lecture about how disrespectful i was yeah yeah did you go yeah because i'm a baby like <laughs> yeah oh yeah it was, uh, i was like i, I need ago. to like offset this b minus that i'm getting in this oh class my God. Like, <laughs> i was good at drawing too i still am i just like it, it ruined it for me i didn't mm. i haven't pursued any formal art training after that so you should like send this guy a letter with like a He's picture probably... of a dick in it <laughs> <laughs> but like the most amazing drawing of a dick ever which i could do <laughs> Just the perfect shading, the perfect proportion. Chiaroscuro dick. <laughs> like a pointillism penis. Or you send him a picture Pastel. of, like, you just send him a beautiful drawing of his house. <laughs> of his dick. <laughs> you you draw a house, and then it's like a dick coming out with a hat on. <laughs> Time to go to work. Yeah. I work at the dick factory. Where more dicks are made. What is the currency in dick world? <laughs> And how do I get... It's just kidding. Well, how do I get to dick of me No, straight? that's, like, too plentiful. <laughs> <laughs> the inflation of that. <laughs> oh, the inflation of the... I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to, like, think of funny things to say, and it's terrible. Oh. I've been so not funny lately. Have you found it hard to write things? Or are you just doing a great job right now? <laughs> no, it's always hard for me to write things. Mm-hmm. I'm finding it fucking impossible. I keep trying to write new jokes, and they are not anywhere in me. Just start with um, one-liners. And like, such such as? Like, I don't know, write a one-liner. <laughs> Just do That's it. My wife. <laughs> like, She's a bitch. It's like, if you're trying to write a long joke, then just start with the beginning, I guess. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I do one-liners, so it's nice. like a thing I can do. Nice. <laughs> so that I'd like to write longer jokes. I don't think I have any one-liners except for the ass-eating one. And I don't even really perform that one. I find them really hard to write. I find a one-liner is mm-hmm. the hardest thing to write. Oh, oh. okay. I'm sorry. You're like, huh, well, they're shorter. Have you thought about that? <laughs> no, but, like, I was watching a comedian last night, and he was doing, like, new stuff, but he was just doing, like, usually he does really long jokes. Right. But he was just, like, testing. Who was it? Some... Uh, Jacob. He was just, like, testing, okay. like, little thing, mm-hmm. like, little bloops, you know? Ooh. <laughs> little, little, little nuggets. Or use your Twitter stuff. Oh yeah, that's how I. That's how I got the World War Two pussy joke. Honestly, that's mm-hmm. my best joke, probably, or at least the most reactive one. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything's gonna be the most reactive if you do it at the end, I guess. Though, mm. not always. No, you gotta have a closer. Yeah, it's true. I don't know, man. I'm just not feeling very creative right now. Mm-hmm. Mm. I hope that the sun brings it out of me, but I feel dumb today. Sorry. It's okay. Should we? Well, nobody ready? else is bringing their best, so. <laughs> I feel like I'm carrying this by myself, you guys. <laughs> no, don't feel all martyry. <laughs> you're good. Well, why not? If, I, if I'm not? if I don't feel martyry, then I'm just... Who am I? Then you're just a ghost. Just with no form. And I'm going to haunt you on that TV show. 
I really want to watch it. Then I can be on it. (laughs) Hey, always look on the bright side. As long as your career into television. (laughs) As long as you can be on Paranormal Survivor. But will you survive? Because I'm a very annoying ghost. Oh my god. I'm going to talk to you about intersectionality at three in the morning. (laughs) I'll have some people come and sage you out. Okay, I'm not going to lie, there's a reason, one reason that I might want to have a kid is because they can see ghosts and I want to see what happens. Wow. There was like a whole Twitter thread from Nicole Cliff that was just like, yeah, like what are some of the creepy things that your kids have said or kids have seen? Mm. And one person said like, I used to tell my mom that this woman used to just whisper Valencia into my ear and then my mom just casually said, oh yeah, that was the woman that used to live here before. That's so like creepy. some creepy ghost like and so kids are just you know they they seem to be able to like pick up like yeah. creepy ghost things so much my more. My favorite creepy kid thing is the one I've heard like a bunch of times from a bunch of different people, which is a kid saying, "You're my favorite mommy," and the mom going, "I'm your only mommy," and her and the kid going, "No, I've had a couple different ones before, but you're my favorite one." <laughs> or or the one that's like, you know, I like it when you're the mommy because I was the mommy last time. That's so weird. Reincar- yeah. Reincarnation? Yeah. 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 yeah, and then, like, providing some kind of detail that just, like, makes your blood run cold. Like, mm-hmm. kids are, yeah. Kids are either just real weird or attached into something that we don't know about. Yeah, I think yeah. they're just, you know, they're closer, closer to the veil, you guys. Well, <laughs> they say if you meditate, you can, like, tap into every, all the knowledge in the universe. Kids are really good at meditating. I (laughs) understand. They're very good at sitting still with their thoughts. (laughs) I'm saying that if you did, then maybe you could. But what if I did that and I turned into a baby? Then I guess your life would be better. (laughs) You would have no more... Yeah, you'd have no more responsibilities. You just sit with a bag of shit tied around your waist. (laughs) Sounds good. Let's do it. Um... I'd be your mom this time. Are you gonna be my mom this sure. time? Sweet. I'll make I'll make sure that you get a nice upbringing. Thank you. Rest my head on them too. I'll tell you that I'm proud of you. Every once in a while, I'm like some moms. Just kidding. Well, I hope Brendan Orgar's not listening to this one. She just got shaded. Love you, mom. Okay. Okay. Thanks for coming, Randy. Sorry, we're such dirtbags today. This is good. <laughs> we're like this is bad. This is good. <laughs> So if we say what we wish it was at the end, then it will be. Thanks for over-explaining my magic. I was trying to cast a spell on the audience. This was a really good episode, and most people are just doing laundry, and they're just like, oh yeah, that totally was a good episode. I, I wasn't listening to the parts that sucked, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about if it. I've ever more than 75% listened to a podcast, uh, I've told a lie. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, oh, can, you, can you yeah, plug, plug yeah. some of your stuff? Yeah, you're just like, oh my god, I'm disoriented. <laughs> what year is we it? We bring you up into a hot, small room and feed you beverages, and then suddenly it's done. Well, I guess I could plug my Twitter in the list. Yes, yeah, please, please do. Friday, a little bit oh, it's this Friday? Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that's perfect, because, yeah. The list this Friday, what's the date? Tw- the 27th. This Friday, April 27th, the list at Little Mountain Gallery. Is it at 8 p.m.? No, it's at 10 o'clock. Oh, a late show. Yeah. For ladies of the evening. <laughs> That's not what I meant, was it? Yeah. Maybe I'll do that thing where I take a nap at six o'clock and then I can come to your show. <laughs> and what's your uh, what's your Twitter? Uh, at Randy Noodle. And that's with two E's. <laughs> yeah. Noodle. Cute. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Hooray. Hooray.